David Holliday commented when Evo. So I think that maybe that's a good time to start actually get the show going. All right, I'm going to hit the intro graphic and we'll officially begin. There we go. So, hey everyone, happy Friday. Um, thanks everyone for joining us. This is Dash Podcast. This is episode number 204, which means I've done 204 of these over the years. It used to be every week up until like 2019, and then 2020 onward was half of it was about every other week, and now it's once a month, but still keeping it going. 204 times I've done this, and it's pretty cool. And um, I had Marina on, I believe, as the last, which by the way, hi Marina. Um, Marina Siridegian from Dash Core Group. Um, it's your... Wo- which day is your one-year anniversary of working for Dash? Uh, 24th. Ooh, missed it by yeah. just a couple of days. Yeah, it was a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah but When I was on my vacation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good like one year. <laughs> then you go on vacation. Uh, but I think you were the last one on the terrible version of this podcast with all the connection issues. Remember, I just moved into this house and the internet was just like terrible and I had to get it fixed. But so now it should be Congrats. not not those. You know, thank you. I've not had internet issues since. So well, let's, you know, fingers crossed. Um, as a <laughs> reminder, uh, if you have one of my NFTs and you're in my Discord, you can leave comments in the Dash Podcast Super Chat channel. Um, otherwise, you can leave the comments on YouTube, Odyssey, everywhere else. And based on how well how I'm feeling about your comments, I may or may, may not address them. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, let's get let's get into this thing. So, first of all, you've been doing you've been working for Dash for a whole year. Uh, yeah. What's your what's your generic recap? What a, how's it been so far? Um, you know, um, I would divide this year into two periods. Mm. Um, first, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm working at Dash. And I've been working at many services supporting Dash. I've been mm-hmm. buying Dash many times. I saw it take the top position on Coin Market Cap, and now I'm working at Dash. Mm-hmm. And no way! I was like, "Well, it's time for a new breath. It's time for new ideas. Let's guys do this. Let's do that." Mm-hmm. And that was my rose-colored glasses period, <laughs> actually. You know, <laughs> when yeah. enthusiasm and new ideas were overflowing. And I remember my first podcast with you, and where I was like, you know, we're going, we're gonna set up goals, make a plan, spread the rose, start doing amazing things, and well, turned turned out uh, it was not that easy um and i faced many obstacles on the way many challenges and i'm happy that i took up that glasses in time and stopped being that naive and now i see hard times and hard work ahead and but the same at the same time i feel more relaxed than i was at the beginning but i realized that we got a lot of things to improve and to work in order to be competitive and outperform other projects. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what are some of the things that the rose-colored glasses told you that you had to get rid of before? 
Well, uh, you know, we have many, many things related to a budget, uh, related to inner processes within DCG, within the community. And that's what uh, caused me to take off my glasses and uh, see some realistic things, things that we can do now. For example, uh, I, I wanted to make more paid activities like, you know, creating some uh, public relations campaigns, mm -hmm. creating some advertising campaigns, creating many, um, you know, things with bloggers. Uh, but it all requires budget. Uh, I realized that we have limited resources and now um, we can do only some only like cheap things or uh, free of charge things. Mm. And uh, when you start really realizing your limits, you <laughs> you become more realistic about what you can actually do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what are some kind of things that you've figured out that are like cost cutting measures that you've been able to, to still do? Because at some point, uh, I think that a lot of people in, in some organizations, but definitely some people in the past who have worked with Dash or Dash Core Group, uh, one of the reasons they've sort of struggled is they had all these ideas about like, I can do this, I can do that, like we should do all these things, but then they don't have the budget and then they just end up not doing any of these things or just overpaying for one thing and then they have no budget and nothing else to show for it. It's so, it's kind of been the, the Dash way for most of, what I've most of my time around the Dash yeah. ecosystem to just do a lot with a little. And so what are, what are some of these kinds of things that you learned to do to get a lot of extra uh, reach from not very much? Mm, that, that's an interesting question. Well, I tried to strike the balance. All I can do now, uh, well, we're doing like AMA things, uh, podcast things, spaces things with our partners uh share traffic with uh, with our partners and they give uh, they give us their traffic um we um we're doing well, like we're, we're posting we're making articles well it all at the end of the day uh these are good things but uh it's eventually uh it's obviously not enough mm -hmm. to to achieve some you know some good results and at the end of the day it all comes down to to some budget because we have many many uh competitors if we take a look on coin market cap and the, these projects some of them are over uh, overvalued just because they put a lot of effort uh into their marketing act activities mm -hmm. and uh, right now uh, I think well we have some things at no cost but um, there's not as effective as they could be <clears throat> is if they were paid but so like yes we're doing spaces but 
there are a few drawbacks. Not so many people are participating in these spaces. Mm -hmm. And second one, we don't provide any customer funnel journey to them. So like a few of them visiting the Dash website and like in South Park episode, they're gone. <laughs> Nothing mm -hmm. happens. And it's gone. Because, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> because, um, because we don't have uh, any customer journey things. So they see Dash. Well, all right, Dash website. Okay, moving forward. Um, and this uh, one uh, of the things that, you know, uh, confuses me. Um, yes, we're making articles, but on the blog. So people read them when they're on the Dash website only. We don't have backlinks. We don't post guest posts. We don't improve our online visibility because it all costs money. So all, all we can do some no cost things that show that Dash is alive and kicking, but nothing above it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is already a great sort of start to things but I do agree that there needs to be more. The thing is, um, Dash, like, as far as with a lot of these, like, I think the Twitter spaces are great because it's just a simple thing of scheduling. All you have to do is reach out to these places and say, hey, do you want to do a space together? And they'll, yeah, mm -hmm. of course, someone will. And then now you, all of a sudden you get an opportunity to just talk. And it's like, if you're releasing just general, like, on the YouTube channel, obviously, there's the the um, the every other week, the reports, the the coding reports, and that's a great start. That's a little bit um technical, even for someone like me who's been in Dash for a very long time. Yeah. But then sometimes you just want to talk, and what's the excuse to talk? Well, a partner space, and some of mm -hmm. these partner spaces mm -hmm. turn out really well. Like, um, I think that the space with Edge was really good, but then again. I know Paul for many, many years since before Dash, mm -hmm. actually, and then obviously the uh, the Atomic Wallet one was also another really good one, yeah. and then um, any of the ones with the Maya people are always very good because we're talking about active partnerships with like engaged people. You get to talk a lot about feature sets, um, and then there's some other ones that are just X Y Z Exchange and. <laughs> those can be a little like program like those can be sometimes pretty brutal you know as far as because you know every time there's a space i will join it i don't care that's what i do and sometimes they can, I love it. and sometimes they get a little awkward though, which is funny <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we have some uh, funny things, especially when i feel like a few people <laughs> are coming and then some Mm -hmm. Some crazy things start start to start happening. Uh, yeah, there are many things uh, to to remember in these spaces. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely a good first start, and I guess in the future, um, it's always good to keep doing those just like that. Um, well, I I've started to think about since you started doing all these spaces is. How could is what spaces would I like to be on? Which you know, which are partners we should kind of involve. And um, like for example, I reached out to BitRefill, and they she should. Pro I think we're probably going to do one with them soon. It's uh, they uh, 
Sergey, the CEO, was also on vacation around the exact same time as you. So mm-hmm. when when Sergey is back, we'll we'll figure something out. But then thinking about maybe all nodes, the ones who do the uh, do the the master node hosting for a lot of things, mm-hmm. that might be good. And then you know, there's a whole bunch of other ones we could do. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. But yeah, that's a great like first thing of you know stuff that's free that you can kind of get going. Another thing I realized too is um, Dash used to uh, pay for a lot of things, and now I realize that if you ask, you can get partners to do a co-promotion thing, and they can pay some too. So rather than just, you know, you're doing all, doing everything, you can kind of have like a, a combined effort thing. And I'm talking with the uh, the Maya and ThorSwap people about that right now, about doing that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty crazy. So anything surprising to you about the dash project itself once you you got involved i mean i think people have a lot of a a perception of dash from the outside a lot of different perceptions and then when you're in the dash community Mm -hmm. and the family there's a lot of things that are very different from absolutely (laughs) the way everything else works so what do you think what was unexpected um you know um what surprises me in dash is that there are many organizations within mm-hmm. the ecosystem and uh, all of them are interconnected and serve for di- different purposes. I've never worked at DAOs and this is a unique experience for me. Um, what I had was always like, you know, uh, an average company with a classical structure, a typical centralized thing with a guy who controls everything and makes the decisions. And here at Dash, with many organizations, many opinions, many people voting, like everything feels differently. Um, it's cool because you can always be heard. Um, and if someone does not agree with your plans and thoughts, you can always discuss them with someone else who will hear you and uh, take your intention seriously. And the coolest part here is that nobody controls you. Yeah. Uh, you You make your own decisions, you come up with your own ideas, weigh all the pros and cons, uh, analyze the risks and consequences, and no no one's gonna stop you or interrupt you or say that's not, that's not appropriate. And you're the boss among the other bosses. And that's Mm -hmm. what amazes me still yeah just uh the decentralization aspect of it and yeah yeah th- that's something that i think um a lot of people i my personal opinion is a lot of times dash flies under the radar because people hear the things that dash is talking about and they mm-hmm. think well everyone's sort of talking about that but the difference is it's much more real with Dash, for example, with the decent, everyone says decentralization, but then there's a lot of other cryptos that act like a company that have a, a figurehead mm-hmm. that have like KYC to do everything. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, so for example, um, in it's kind of funny because I've been paying attention to Zcash for a while. I've started doing some work with Zcash on like the Zcash podcast here. Um, and Zcash is starting to decentralize a little bit. But at the same time, in the beginning, it was just like one or two groups. And then they were legal, like U.S.-based entities. 
that they'd have to do you'd have to give them KYC information to get paid and all that like just like a company and then then there's dash which is just like step into the thunderdome and you know <laughs> fight it out over you know on dash central or whatever which by the way how how have you taken the i guess the less polite aspects of the dash world like has it been very has it been a little bit of a culture shock to um to just go in where you know, there's like a proposal and then some random person's like, you're a scammer and <laughs> like all that stuff. Has that been a little strange? Uh, not, not strange. I, I got used to it when I, when I worked at uh, other crypto projects uh, because, uh, well, I got used to attack, <laughs> uh, to, to, to attack from, uh, from other persons, uh, well, when when they're attacking you and saying you're a, you're a scam you're a, you're a, you know you're this you're that um uh not a cultural shock because i got used to i got used to the to the industry itself um but that decentralization fact was really uh really nice it's very nice to know that you always can be heard that uh, your opinion uh, can play some role uh, in such cool project mm. and uh, this is what inspires me all the time and when i when i start thinking about some idea to implement i know that my idea can be you know uh, can be implemented can be heard and uh, can affect somehow uh, on the state of Dash right now. And it's very inspiring because I, I always loved Dash as a project uh, before, work, uh, before working at DCG. And right now making something good for that project, it's really, you know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love. I love to realize that fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, how has it been? We're talking about the decentralization and all this, uh, but I guess when you're working for a company, first of all, you know who your superiors are, and you know how to interact with them. Whereas with with the DAO, you have master nodes who are the real bosses of everything. And sometimes they can act like <laughs> yeah. online trolls more than other people. They're all over the place. But also the intercompany, I guess, like when you're interacting, you just tell Ernesto do this or he wants you to do that or you talk to Sam about that. And um, But then with Dash, you have to interact with other people who don't work mm -hmm. for the same structure at all. Like, for example, mm -hmm. the marketing hub is, is a big one. Mm -hmm. And how has that yeah. been having to work with other groups that aren't the kind of your group, but they're not, they're not your group. Um, you know, uh, in general, um, I like the Dash people. Uh, you mm. guys are always eager to help, to guide and cooperate. Uh, and actually coordinating between the organizations mm -hmm. was easier than I thought. And to be honest, it's the easiest part of my job because, <laughs> uh, because I know that, you know, we're like, not all, but the, many of you guys were on the same page and mm -hmm. we serve for one purpose, make Dash 
great again i yeah. i hate that phrase but it's true <laughs> yeah so um uh i i'm i'm not uh, i'm not feeling some kind of resistance when uh, when i start talking about some marketing things mm -hmm. uh uh and this is very cool that uh, that i i <laughs> i say uh i'm saying that you know uh one, I can say it one million time that you can be heard and that's it's very, very cool. Uh, and it's, that's the coolest part uh, of, of my job, of the communication between, between the organizations. Yeah, it's the democratic kind of structure is very, yeah. very strange. Yeah. So first of all, now you work for Dash Core Group specifically. How has that been? How has it been been working for for DCG? Not the the lesser known DCG in the crypto world, but the DCG we all know. Um, how's that been? Um, I'm not saying anything bad about DCG. DCG okay. is my became my family. Um, yeah, I, I see Sam guys, in the actually. in the live chat saying there there's a raise for that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So I, I love these guys and every day I see them work hard and give themselves entirely to their job. And I see how many resources they put into the EVO re release and they are professionals dedicated to their job. And I'm really happy and proud to be part of their team. And I think harsh criticism towards DCG uh, is unjustified. I, I, hope, I hope that things between DCG and the community will be will become easier someday. Well, when we possess some budget for great marketing activities. Yeah, and it's kind of <laughs> interesting to see because uh, Dash like, so I haven't, I've been part of the Dash community since like 2016 or so. And in that case, I guess my my involvement with Dash sort of predates DCG a little bit, because in 2014 or whenever Evan started everything, it was Evan and then a bunch of old timers who just like like every old school crypto uh, project, a whole bunch of volunteers and believers, and they kind of came together and they were, I guess they were the core team, but they were the core the core developers and then other volunteers. And then they started to get some treasury proposals, but it wasn't anything remotely the same. It was just whoever showed up. Like Tungfa, um, I don't know if you, how, at some yeah. point it'd be fun to look back in the, all the history, but uh, like Tungfa was great and a nightmare at the same time <laughs> because he was great because he showed up when no one else would to do a lot of like social media and marketing type stuff. But then on the other side, he was kind of, disinterested towards the end and like frustrate a little frustrating sometimes it like like typos and tweets that you'd have to yell at him for and he just didn't care <laughs> because you know he was and there was a lot of those kinds of people and then at some point um after like ryan i remember when ryan taylor was like the director of finance or whatever and evan was like the head and then at some point then ryan uh then dash core group got created officially in 2017 i believe of course you know, Sam or someone who's watching um, can, of course, correct me. Uh, he also said, ah, Tungfa, miss him. Um, Tungfa also, <laughs> his Instagram was like all 
taking pictures of his own feet. It was kind of weird. Uh, but that's, you know, you know, the German's a little, little strange. But anyway, <laughs> he, uh, uh, I remember when Dash Core Group got created as like a official thing, and then you had Ryan Taylor as a CEO, and then you started having um, a lot of the old school like volunteer people in Dash now became part of Dash Core Group. In when in some cases, like because of loyalty, I guess because of past loyalty, and then over time they kind of got replaced when they they went on to other things, and then you had to hire someone, and it's been like a while, and so. Today's Dash Core group is also very different from before. Uh, so you came into Dash during an interesting time, let's just say, because um, yeah. there was the, I guess, the Ryan Taylor era <clears throat> of Dash where I guess Dash Core group was the, I guess, the most important. The most important by far still is, I guess, the most important entity in the Dash yeah. ecosystem. But before it was like everything, kind of. And from 2017 to 2022, you had this like this era with a certain vibe and it came to an end, you know, mm -hmm. was it last yeah. year. And then you came yeah. in like right after that. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm sure you didn't experience the like Dash one way and then a big change. You experienced like the new dash from the from the beginning. However, mm -hmm. with a lot of like the the baggage, the context, a lot of people like are back and you know talking about stuff you probably didn't know mm -hmm. about. But like that, how is it? How has it been like navigating through that tumultuous era? Um, you know, um, well, uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Uh, you know, that upheaval moments and drama are a result of internal problems that have lasted for many years. And uh, I, I, I don't think that I handled these problems somehow. And mm -hmm. because they still persist in some way. Uh, and just one person w wouldn't resolve them in a year or two. Um, what I can do right now is to be as transparent with the community as possible be helpful offer and implement ideas and initiatives but i don't think these things are a solution in the long run mm, i think uh, there's got to be you know some transformation or so um i i don't i don't feel that i can uh affect uh, the situation within the da within Dash itself uh, right now as a as a humble community manager, you know. Mm. <laughs> but uh, in general, it feels good to me right now. I I know that uh, we have some purposes in marketing. I know that we have many things to work on. So I. Step by step, I'm trying to do my best to perform these steps uh, in the best way possible. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so this is where we come to the, you know, the say as much as you can without getting fired part. Um, <laughs> what are your strongest criticisms about the Dash community? <laughs> or... It could also be, and this is like super open-ended too. Uh, it could also be 
what are your criticisms of the dash technology even like say like oh i think it's great but you guys don't have enough privacy focused wallets for example or i think <laughs> it's all great but there's like just just anything just what are what um, are some things as a because you're not an outsider really but you were an outsider like a year ago and you probably still remember what the rest of the world is like before coming into <laughs> the only dash world so what are some things that i guess you would criticize about dash in general um, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to criticize some technical things, uh, because I, uh, I suck at technical things. Um, well, you know, uh, what I would say that criticism itself sucks. Uh, mm. let me explain. Um, uh, let me explain. Um, actually what is criticism? The truth, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, uh, Mark Twain, as far as I remember, once said mm -hmm. that the truth must be served like a coat and not thrown in the face like a wet towel. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that telling the truth sucks. Um, I'm saying that only very few people can do it properly. And only a few people can serve criticism like a coat. Mm -hmm. And I won't give names here, but there are some people in the community who can do that properly. Mm -hmm. uh, and from their mouth, criticism turns into a counterproductive, discouraging thing that triggers aggression instead of the opposite. Uh, in my case, I try not to criticize, but rather to guide someone who, need the, who needs that guidance. Because I can't criticize either. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and regarding the community, regarding the situation uh, right now uh, in, in Dash, uh, I would like to I would like to see more go-getters in the community. Uh, we have many people there. We have many ideas, but very few, uh, well, very few of them do something when it comes to action. Mm. And I'm saying this from the marketing perspective. Like for example, Chris Webb has reached out to me recently, and we were talking about the dash landing page and QR code stickers some sort of an offline campaign when you see a QR code in your local area and turn on the camera on your phone, uh, log on to and log on to a dedicated dash page. Mm -hmm. And I love that idea. And we will start making mockups with the DCG uh, designer next week. I also remember our Maya thing coming up in the near time. Uh, and that's, this is an example of initiative from the community side. Uh, this is an example of an action I would love to see more in the community. And I'm here. I'm open for cooperation. Just ping me, say, hey, Marina, let's do this. Let's do that. And it could be way, sorry, it mm -hmm. could be way more productive than whining on forums about DCG or whoever doing nothing or doing shitty tasteless things you know mm -hmm. um consider this my, consider it my criticism to the community right now yes yeah absolutely <laughs> um let me before i address a little bit more of that i do realize we did have a um a super chat from hilawi on this whole thing um we basically just said marina's focus on the customer specifically masternode owners and the dash community has been refreshing and welcomed on the administration side, please keep up the out external outreach. We need it. So very nice. Uh, as far as he also commented, 
a little bit um he cried on on the the regular chat about a legit criticism of a DAO with a treasury. Sometimes the existence of a treasury makes the master owners armchair quarterbacks, which, sorry for the U.S. reference. But basically, um, this is something what I think that really peaked in the, I guess, the Ryan Taylor era. And it's gonna, and I'm not sure if it's, a, I don't think it's a, I wouldn't say it's a criticism of Ryan, but it is something that happened when Dash became professionalized there's two things that happened first of all in 2017 was the masternode boom when i remember um when dash came out and the price went insane mostly because a lot of the reason i'm in retrospect starting to realize is because people say if i buy a masternode i can live off of the residual income for life that was kind of the idea and then then you had pivx for example jumping saying oh we have masternodes too and everyone jumped in on that because they think well, i can't it's too expensive to get a dash one i can get a pivx one and maybe i'll be early on that and i did see in like october or something of 2017 um some ads out there for some other you know no no disrespect but shit coin some shit coin out there that say says like you've missed the dash boom you missed the pivx boom but this is the next masternode coin and like so there was definitely a lot of that going on in 2017 but then, so Ryan, I guess, you know, to his credit, was trying to professionalize what was just like a weird cypherpunk project. He's trying to make, you know, crypto more palatable to the, the average, to the, you know, the, the serious business world. And on, yeah. an unfortunate side effect of that is a lot of um, masternode operators, a lot of the MNOs viewed themselves as board members, kind of that DCG yeah. is the company, they show yeah. up and they say, what do you have for me? You're not doing enough. I will, you know, we, if you do really mm -hmm. badly, then we will fire you or whatever. And just like this very passive role. And it's, that's not the way crypto works. Crypto is an open source community run technology, even companies these yeah. days, even like, you know, for example, Starbucks <clears throat> or whatever, do a lot to get the community to go do their marketing for them, for example, yeah. to do a lot of that stuff. Even And Dash is like the greatest um, benefit of Dash is that it's a DAO. Anyone can do anything. And yeah. But the problem is a lot of people did not have this DAO mindset. They had the mindset of, I did my part by buying a masternode and then voting sometimes. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, but you got to be active. You got to actually engage with different groups and say well someone should do a proposal that does this oh no one wants to do it i guess i have to do the proposal and it's it's always funny yeah. and i'm i'm sorry if i'm i'm sorry for for calling out um a specific i mean i'm not going to use a specific name or handle but there was there was a a relatively well-known at least in the discords mno who had an idea and he put forth a proposal um but then he, he did he did something as a decision proposal and he he asked for two dash reimbursement and he had some like logic that like okay that in, it is fine i don't care but then people got really mad at him and then they say like i'm going to vote I, I agree with this but i'm going to vote against it because you asked for too much money <laughs> and it's just so funny to like people that are used to sitting back and doing nothing and then when you try to do something being like oh wow these are the challenges I have to deal with. And it's just kind of a, it's kind of an interesting culture, but yeah, <laughs> that's that little <laughs> rant about um, 
community involvement. Um, it's definitely yeah, different. Definitely. Now, what do you think are some of the biggest areas Dash needs to improve? And I think I can, I could have like three hours of content just personally on this, but I'd like to hear your perspective. <laughs> um, I can, uh, I can tell it as a marketer because mm -hmm. I see marketing as watch as one of such areas, and things are really complicated with marketing because uh, it, as I said before, it requires budget, and I have a bunch of ideas on how to uh, how to make uh, things work from the marketing perspective, but uh, given that situation, especially with um, SEC attacking mm -hmm. Bitrex regarding Dash. So uh, we, we had some budget for marketing, for marketing, for marketing activities, mm -hmm. but now things become tough and we need to do something with, uh, with that moment um, instead of dedicating our efforts to to marketing, you know, yeah. and there are some issues from the outside we cannot control and we uh, cannot foresee them. Uh, and there are many things like things like uh, things uh, with CSEC, -C, uh, things with, uh, you know, uh, bear market, uh, things with uh, some re regulatory uh, shitty things happening from time to time and these things uh, affect uh, our plans regarding the marketing mm. and we need to you know uh, we need to do something with our marketing plans in general so uh, we have a we have some strategy we have to um, to stick to that strategy no matter what but right now, uh, the current situation doesn't allow us to do that. So, for example, uh, speaking of that customer customer funnel, uh, we need to we have like many stages of that customer funnel journey, like you know acquisition. So we're talking about landing pages, advertising announcements, YouTube videos, uh, search engine visibility. We're talking about activation. Uh, which implies enrolls, first contact, subscriptions, documentations, views, downloads, shares, etc. We're talking about retention, like maintaining interest through various activities. And we're talking about referrals, uh, which imply feedbacks, likes, getting recommendations and buzzword. Like, in general, uh, um, what I'm, I'm trying to say is that we need to focus more on marketing mm -hmm. because we we put like almost like no effort <laughs> to that sphere and uh, and that's what hold us back you know mm. you know it's funny on a perspective on that um the the crypto space is still competitive today but it's a lot more like I feel like it was a much more harshly competitive in the early days. And so, for example, I do remember, you know, the whole like toxic mask maximalism stuff that happens. The, that was not only the, a thing back in the day, 
but then you had the Litecoin people, not so much, but a little bit. Then you had the Monero people really were, were the nastiest of all of them. And they still are a little bit with like Zcash and some other things. But and then there was like all kinds of competitors that were very dishonest. And so Dash had this reputation as the marketing coin. And I think that that's the silliest thing ever because back in the day, Dash didn't do very much of marketing at all. Every once in a while, you had like a marketing proposal, like you had a, ma like, I think it just, Amanda did uh, her show Dash Detailed, which ran about a year and it was a very good show. And then people, it's the marketing coin. That's all they focus on is marketing. And like, and in my <laughs> humble opinion, uh, mm -hmm. having been here and unfortunately being part of a lot of the marketing stuff, Dash has had some of the worst marketing of any crypto over the years. It's been, <laughs> it's been like not good and we're, we're doing the best we can now, but yeah, I do definitely agree that Dash needs to be much more at the forefront and, um, my style of promotion, um, kind of, I, I there's like a few things that I'm waiting for to be released before I, I feel like we can really hit things strongly, but um, I think it'll be a lot easier to market dash. Once you have um, just one of these things we're waiting on, one of which would be the Maya release. I think that makes mm -hmm. it a lot easier yeah. because you're like, you can just say stake and earn with dash. It's great. And then they were like, well, I don't want to do the custodial crowd node and I can't don't want to set up the whole multi-sig for a hundred. Yeah. And they're like, we'll just do Maya then that's trustless. That works. There's that option. Or it's just like, how do I get it? It's like yeah. dashes on all the Dex platforms now. And, you know, and then every yeah, single, we should thing. provide some alternative. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I would love to have, more corporations like ones with Maya. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we 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 should we should aim more projects like Maya uh, in the long run mm -hmm. uh, because it will bring us you know uh, that proper marketing <laughs> instead of that bad marketing we had. I, I'm not saying it was like bad. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that it needs to be, you know, well, uh, well thought, well thought out actions towards marketing. I'm not saying like we need to put everywhere or message like you, like, you know, uh, buy Dash, Dash is very good, Dash is the best. No, it doesn't work like that. Like that. Instead, mm -hmm. we need to make some webinars, hackathons, participate in uh, many um, uh, many conferences, and spread the word about mm -hmm. Dash's strongest parts, uh, and uh, provide more real use cases. Yeah, uh, and to ensure regular people that Dash is a reliable crypto, is it's way more reliable than Bitcoin is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. There's a lot of things that could be kind of done, and I I feel like the Dash has been very timid in a lot of these things. But the good thing about engaging external partners, uh, which by the way. Speaking of like the whole like small-minded thing that we have to deal with sometimes, um, a lot of people were resistant to the whole Maya thing because they're like, I haven't heard of that. And they were accusing me of just doing this to pump my bags or whatever. 
uh, like saying like, oh, he must own a lot of their token. That's why he's trying to market this whole. It's like Jesus Christ, people. Uh, but the good thing about that is you got. I have noticed new people coming in. Like you, you notice when new people show up in, in Dash, and I've noticed like new yeah. people being like, it, when they want to start using it, then they ask questions that regular Dash users don't ask. And sometimes I get a new perspective. And that's one thing I've noticed with, for example, the Maya and the, the, the big influx of new interest that came from that. A lot of people just start asking, again, sometimes in the Dash channels, but sometimes in other channels. They're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, how do I install this wallet? Or how do I, you know, stuff like that. But then they yeah. ask, how do I use, like, the privacy feature? And mm-hmm. I hate, like, I hate it when they ask that these days because I don't have a good answer. As far as I know, like right now, so I use the mixing feature all the time, but then I have like a full note on my computer, right? And I, I do run it over yeah. Tor and I'm like, but that's not most people. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, there's Dash Electrum, but Dash Electrum wasn't maintained until recently. Like it, in the mobile Electrum app, I've tried it a few different times. It can't mix right now. There's some bug that keeps it from syncing all the way. And of course, Bertrand is doing great work on it and I keep sending him bug reports. But so then, and then I am talking to, and this is where Sam's going <laughs> to start rolling his eyes in the comments, but I need to talk to Brian, who's at, um, Brian Foster, who's at a consensus right now <laughs> yeah. about doing mixing in mobile, because for years, it's kind of like, well, you know, we'll do other wallets, or maybe we don't want to get banned from the app store, or like, well, yeah. you know, like, yeah. there's a bunch of concerns, and I kind of like, okay, I get it, but now I'm noticing people like new people coming into Dash, not just the old Dash community. And they're saying they really want, like, that's the feature. That and trustless staking, which Maya will help with. But an yeah. overhaul of the trustless master and shares thing, which, again, is another thing I've been yelling at Sam about and I'm probably rolling his eyes about. But I, I kind of notice when you get out there and start marketing with other people, then they say something like, for example, sometimes when I talk to Litecoin people and they're like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, most Litecoin people just care about Litecoin, I guess. But some were like, oh, I want to try out this Dash thing. And then they're like, um, does Dash have, like, a card, like the Litecoin card? And, I mean, the answer is, well, no. But also, the Litecoin doesn't have a Litecoin card anymore. They're shutting down the, the KYC Litecoin card. Like, the bank that's doing that is shutting it down. And so, but then it's like, okay, Dash Direct has is coming up with some some cards and stuff. And then maybe there's another company that might might come on board soon, but it's a little hush-hush. But the point is you start getting questions <laughs> that you, like, we're all comfortable here. But other people are like, you know, it's like, just use CrowdNode. We trust those guys. And then when you get 100 Dash, go through this, like, signing ceremony a bunch of times. And, and then now Trustless, it's great. And everyone here is fine. But then you get someone from outside of Dash. They're like, I want a stake. Well, it's custodial. No, and then they just like, okay, that's that's some information that we need to do better. Yeah. Well, you mm, you you're you're telling the right things. I think uh, we you know um, <laughs> I'm I have many many thoughts in my head about uh, mm-hmm. about things we need uh, we need to work on, and uh, we. 
we're running out we're running out of time <laughs> of course to talk about yeah uh, to cover all, all of them and, well uh, let's hit on the strongest point one hour is definitely not enough what what do you think dash's strongest point is the thing that it, it does um, better than everyone else either the dash technology or the community or both you know dash is an absolutely amazing project from many perspectives uh you know that of um, it's fast <laughs> it's secure it's reliable it's old it's proven it's effective mm -hmm. and we should leverage our competitive points you know um dash is very undervalued compared to other cryptos and <laughs> we've heard at that the before. same time <laughs> what what mm -hmm. sorry said so we've heard that <laughs> a lot of times over the years everyone says dash is so undervalued it's like yeah <laughs> we know well yeah you you know it and uh, i'm i'm a cat uh, i'm like a captain obvious you know right yeah. now um I'm, I'm telling obvious things um but uh at the same time uh dash being undervalued is our strongest point because mm -hmm. we are still able to surprise and we hold all the aces to boost and it all will happen if we possess some budget <laughs> um to you know uh what i'm saying we 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 have many many features to talk about we have many features to advertise we have many um um uh, many reasons to to be live on some on some contests, on some conferences, we have many things to talk about in terms of uh, crypto as a whole, in terms of Dash itself. And this is our strongest part because uh, not so many people uh, compared to other crypto projects, like on top of CMC, uh, uh, not so many people uh, discovered Dash for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what we can work on. And I still believe, I keep my hopes high that um, I will witness that moment uh, when Dash will relieve, uh, uh, reveal, sorry, when Dash will relieve uh, all its beautiful features to other people uh, by means of marketing, by means of uh, Dash Evolution or whatever. But we need to do that in near time. And not just just yet another obvious thing, but that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't really disagree with any of that. Um, so let's hit on if anyone has any questions for Marina or comments you really think need to be read out, start start working on those. Um, but what are you most looking forward to in the next few years of hopefully working for Dash? Of course, if you just want to be like, eh, I'll work another three months, I'll find another job. That's fine. That's your, <laughs> that's your, you know, it's your life anyway. But assuming you're going to be with Dash for a little while, what are you most looking forward to in the future? Well, I'll, hopefully I'll manage to see and participate in Evo's launch. And uh, this will not resolve all the issues inside and outside Dash, but it will definitely help us surprise the industry in a good way it will help us obtain new customers improve our visibility and uh, boost our cmc rankings hopefully 
So Dash Evolution, well, fingers crossed, <laughs> I will participate in it boost uh, in its boost and uh, promotional campaigns and other things I'm dreaming of for a long time. Yeah. Sam, you hear me? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, good old Sam. And um, uh, I think I, one thing I need to do, uh, I was discussing because... Um, about using Midjourney because, um, I mean, obviously, you know, Midjourney like AI art and stuff can really help with a lot of things. I know Ernesto keeps on putting out the Midjourney, or I don't know, he talks about putting out with like the the dashy coffee cup, good morning, and like GM, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if I I have enough need for Midjourney to to pay the monthly subscription every month. So I'm thinking mm -hmm. of just getting all my ideas out written out and just pay for one month and just create them and then cancel the subscription for for a while and one of those ideas is i need to get um i need to get an art of sam as atlas holding up the world of dash on his shoulders just like <laughs> and then get a maybe get an nft made of that or something <laughs> that would be nice we sh uh, you should definitely do the do this <laughs> and post it everywhere <laughs> yeah that's for sure yeah, um, that's so, a new avatar pro for Sam. It's gonna be. Yeah, well, I already told him. So I I saw other accounts doing things like this on Twitter, where like sometimes it's a power move to like not follow anyone or just follow like one person. And like I do know some like Bitcoin people only followed like Hal Finney, for example, who may or may not be Satoshi. Uh, let's see what. Bitcoin Magazine does something like that. Now they follow a million people. Anyway, so when I made the Dash Community Twitter account, I only followed Evan. And Evan tweeted once, and he never tweeted again. <laughs> he just gone. Like, <laughs> so it's a shitty old. He doesn't even have a profile picture. It's what it is. But um, I have always threatened. I said, you know, Sam, if you actually ship Evo, I, I will unfollow Evan and follow you instead on that account. <laughs> just that's that's the real reason he works so hard. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, indeed. <laughs> what? So before we wrap up here, um, T. I don't know who that is, but in in the the YouTube chat did did comment a couple of interesting things. Um, he says, um, he basically just said, um, how do Dash, Bitcoin Cash, BSV, and other old school coins make it these days? Like, what's this unique service that you could provide? Um, P2P cash, there's tons out there. And um, and he also said plebs seem uninterested. It's very sad as a 2013 Bitcoiner, same here, uh, looking at this. Um, yeah, so my, you can, I'll give you some time to think about that one because I'm thinking about this a lot. Um, I think that, first of all, a lot of the old school coins were based on Bitcoin because Bitcoin get, got a lot of things right did a lot of things really well and i feel like a little bit of ethereum but everything else after that just kind of like that yeah we don't need those things that are right we don't need the fundamentals and the the decentralization and all those kinds of things so what i think in this rocky regulatory world but not just regulatory in this world of competitiveness when people have to start relying on these networks they have to start putting thousands of transactions 
per hour or per what a minute, whatever, through these networks. And they start breaking. They start having real money and real commerce on these chains and then real attackers trying to take them down and 51% attack and all that. Uh, when you have all that happen, I think that that will shake out a lot of the crap that's on uh, at the top of the things. And also, like, all the stable coins are going to go away at some point. Not all of them, but some of them when there's regulation. Um, that's going to change some things. Uh, but the the point does stand as far as how do these coins make it these days? Well, for the most part, no one uses crypto. I mean, I do, but like most people don't use it for everyday money. And I find that like people, if they do want to buy something with Bitcoin, they use Bitcoin. Sometimes they use Lightning, but usually they use Litecoin instead. They're just like, well, that's the other one that's still fast and cheap. And at some point, I think like Litecoin does like 100,000 transactions a day. It could probably do, you know, like close to a million a day, right? Maybe something like that. Once people are doing a million transactions a day on Litecoin and then you have scaling problems there, then it's going to start moving down. The people are going to look at what else. But the answer is like you can't when you're trying to compete, you can't. Uh, there's a, a an old saying in the U.S. about you can't build a better mousetrap, you know, or it's like some basic big build a better toothbrush, whatever. You can't just do the same thing, but a little bit better. That, it, you can't dethrone the king that way, right? And in order to do that, you have to do something radically different. And I think that one reason why Monero has been doing so well, relatively speaking to all the other old coins, is because it does the privacy thing. It has the kind of, um, the at least the branding of this is the top privacy coin. I'd argue that Zcash's yeah. privacy is a lot better, but you know Zcash has own issues to work through. Uh, but because it got that, it's like, okay, it's not just a replacement for Bitcoin. It does other things. Now we need... We need the same thing with Dash. And I think that just, it's fast and cheap. Okay, sure. Mm. Oh, it's super secure. Well, who cares? Because like no one yeah. attacks, no one 51% attacks anything else these days. They will at some point, but they don't yet. No one cares. And then it's like, well, privacy. Okay, but only in this full node wallet that no one uses and you're mixing all night. And all. Okay, doesn't matter, right? But once you start having, I think the staking gets people involved. They're like, oh, you mean I could stake? And then they're like, they start paying attention. Sometimes they go away when they hear it's custodial with CrowdNode on the small amounts, but whatever, they'll get in there. And then if you had a better, more usable privacy thing, I think that would help. But when Evo is a thing for a reason, right? Because yeah, I no one uses a good username setup. There was a time when everyone had their .eth domain that they were paying so much money every year to keep registered, and it just nah, didn't catch on. And... Bitcoin has some like pay nim thingy going on. Everyone has something, but no one really uses them. They're not mass adopted for a reason. Once you have a good username set up, I think that now we start to pull ahead. Now we start to be like, oh, you mean yeah. I can import my wallet, my history, my contacts and everything. Like I was, and if my last little bit on this little rant, <laughs> before I let you say some things, right, is um, I was, I booked uh, accommodate. I'm going to ETHDAM, the ETH conference in Amsterdam in a few weeks. And I just booked the, the hotel today and I did it using Dash Direct because hotels.com on Dash Direct is 6% off. And 6% is pretty good. I actually saved a good chunk by doing that. But the pain point was Dash Direct is only on the phone, right? And mm -hmm. so I had all the money on the, all the stuff on the computer. 
So I literally had to, like, first of all, I had everything mixed, right? Using the, you know, the coin join mixing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go pay for it. But I can't pay for it because I need to pay for it on the phone. So I literally had to send it to my phone wallet. But the the computer dash core wallet does not have a QR code scanner. And so how do I get User the User experience. Yes. Bitches. So literally what I did, <laughs> yeah. literally what I did, I typed, manually typed out an address. <laughs> oh, no. Character by character, manually typed out the dash address of my mobile wallet and sent to it. And then I bought the gift card and, you know, okay, great. So I got the gift card, but then I had to then on the computer manually type out the gift card number into the thing. And it's like, well, what if I had my phone username and my like desktop username, you know, then I'd be, I could just say, type in phone, send. It'd be so much easier. Or even better, yep. what if I didn't have to mix on desktop? What if I already mixed on mobile? I could just, I wouldn't have to send it from there to here. I could just send it from there, buy the gift card and go. And another thing, Marshall, is you need, <laughs> I need to be able to use Dash Direct on desktop because about half of the things are in person, but half of the things are I need to buy is on my computer. Um, anyway, I don't know what my point in all that was other than to just rant, but there you go. That's a, good, that's a good example of uh, bad user experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Ryan just ta- commented, oh, hell, I typed out a, da- typed out a dash address. Incubator ne- really needs to get moving on our desktop wallet and private send SDK. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's those little things. Now, if you had a QR code scanner on the dash core wallet, I could have just gone whip and then scan it that way but yes there's a lot of these like this is one of the big reasons why i live on crypto is because i need to gather data (laughs) that's the only way to do it you have to your life has to be a personal hell before you realize what needs to be fixed um i bet you have many of such kind of use cases with with poor with poor user experience yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you can participate like in some tests of uh, or in you know what's called um, forgot the name. Um, sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry, just just go ahead. I'll I have remember, to say, whenever I recommend <laughs> people to use crypto for the first time, I always recommend the official Dash wallet, and Part of that is, yay, Dash, focus on user experience. Another part of that is I've been using it every single week at least once for the last seven years. And every time something does not work, I yell at them and they fix it. And no other crypto wallet has that benefit of just some asshole like me saying, it doesn't work when you do this. Here's the crash reports. And then just just like making it work. And so that's I have a feeling... Um, once we start adding a lot of new user experience kind of features and stuff, Dash is going to pull ahead of everyone in a, in some ways because you're going to have that actual data of people using it to make the product actually good. Yeah. And it's kind of, 
Sorry, go ahead. I'm, I've been, I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you can participate in CASDEVs, you know, when uh, in CASDEV surveys, when uh, developers are looking for some opportunities to make uh, to make a wallet or an application better. So you can participate in, in, in this kind of kinds of surveys just in order, you know, you know to... Um, what, what whatever I, I, I just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking like um, from, from from the marketing perspective but I just don't know how things work uh, when it comes to building some application but uh, but you 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 really um, you have many many uh, things to reveal when it comes to development and it's very very cool. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted to say. <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's a good time to wrap this whole thing up. Uh, where it's shill o'clock. Where do you where do you want people to go? What do you want people to do? Where can they follow you, etc. Um, sorry, can you repeat, please? Um, it, it's just one a.m. here, and then uh, I. <laughs> Yes. I can start <laughs> just well, talking very silly things. What do you want? Yeah. Pe- what do you want people to do now? Do you is you follow you on Twitter? Um, <laughs> follow the maybe the main Dash account. Um, is there something specific you want to draw people's attention to as we conclude? Uh, you can find me on Discord and uh, on Twitter, and I would like to. Uh, I would love to chat and telling some tell some things about dash and dcg so if if you want or i'm i'm always ready to cooperate and open to any of your ideas to, yeah to make something together with 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 dash yeah it's funny sam just commented he says 1 a.m that's rookie hours 4 a.m here <laughs> Like, rookie hours yeah Sam, not everyone lives <laughs> the disgusting way that you live <laughs> and uh, what's your um you're at telegram too right uh yeah um i can i can you know you want me to to write it or well, i, I think i know what it is i'm just going to confirm real quick i'm just putting it in the live chats okay um let me see. Yeah, that's another thing. It would be great to just, I, I wish everyone could get just like a single unified dash username to use on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as I say, as I say in this, in the, um, the comments here, right? It's dashy girl on Twitter, G-R-L. Yeah, 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 yeah it and is. And then it's, uh, Marina on, um, on Discord with an E at the end and not an A, and then it's yeah. P F E F F A on Telegram. P-F-F-A. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Uh, do you know that's uh, that's from Watership Down? You know, uh, did did you did you read this book? No. About, about rabbits, a very interesting, uh, you know, uh, social anarcho. Um, well, what what it's called? I mean, sorry, I'm I'm just I'm I'm talking shit. But but yeah. the book is very cool. 
you you definitely should read it if you if you like you know um uh forget it <laughs> all right well <laughs> i will keep you up much longer thanks very much for being on it's been a yeah, pleasure uh, yeah thanks congratulations a lot. Thanks a lot for having me. yes congratulations on your dash anniversary um one year here's to many more and now it's time for the after party where we do stuff like this, except it's not recorded, not published, published. You get to swear, whatever. And that goes on until whatever. A lot of times I see like the sun coming up in the background of someone who's in Europe or Asia or something. So to get to the after party, all you have to do is you go to the Dash Discord or the Dash Telegram channel or comment in my Discord or wherever. Just ask me. I'm at the desert links just about everywhere. Just hit me up and say, hey, how do I get into the after party? Where's the link? How do I get in there? And I'll, I'll hook you up. Um, I would say see you, Marina, in the after party, but I'm not going to assume that you will be there because it's really late and not everyone lives this hellish life that people like Sam do. So, Yeah. Well, um, may maybe I'll join uh, for, a, for a couple of you know minutes. <laughs> yeah to say hello absolutely well thanks very much for being on um thanks everyone for watching um i believe next month on the dash podcast i believe that sam agreed to be on and that will be the when evo show so we'll see if i reschedule i'll let you know uh but yeah enjoy the weekend um stay dashy don't forget to use crypto and yeah have a good one guys bye-bye Bye-bye. Thank you.